minor head has a real layered indention on it. <laughs> Urethra Franklin. <laughs> R-E-S-P-P-P-P. -P -P -P. <laughs> <laughs> Mage Hand is such a great way to check for mimics. The There's nothing there like in one. your like first playthrough of like a Souls game to like kill all these enemies and get to this chest that's been like you've seen, you know, and you get to and you open it up and it just fucking Dude. Eats you and you're dead. Apparently, there's like this huge roster of really kick-ass titles they're about to drop on us for a Switch. On the Swatch? Yeah. On the Squatch, the I Nintendo Squatch. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I should just buy one because I bought a PlayStation 4 only to play Bloodborne. Literally, nothing else. I was not anticipating anything. I just fucking love Bloodborne. Mm. And like, there are at least two games on Switch I like. So it's Dude, like, I bought I a fucking PS4 it. to play Star Wars Battlefront 2 and um, Final Fantasy 7. One of which has come out. Do you still have my Final Fantasy VII mm -hmm. is never coming out, man. Dude, I fucking know it's not. But I bought it. I bought it. And Switch. when it does, it's probably not even going to be like. Shut up, good. Alan. You should be amazing. <laughs> I bought the Switch to so Charlotte and I could play the Pokemon game because her and I really like playing Pokemon Go, and it's all I ever play. I like never touch my PS4 anymore because Breath of the Wild is so fucking good. I still I haven't even played it. I've only watched like other people play it. Dude, it is so probably one of the best games I've ever played in my life. It's amazing. It is. A, it's like a perfect game. It it's really true. is. So and I've been playing Stardew Valley because that's oh, it. Red Dead Actually, Two came out. And just to tie the two in, what did? Red, Red Dead Redemption, Redemption 2. Two. Oh yeah, Spider-Man game looks super fucking dope. I'm just not ready. To drop I, 60 I've been playing it. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it's the most fun I've had playing a video game like since a fucking really? like since like Dark Souls Remastered. Oh, it yeah. is so good. Yeah. I made Are one a tribute to the Cade Six. I hatched a void chicken. I named him the Cade Chicks. A void chicken? A void chicken. It's black. Mm -hmm. It makes poisonous mayonnaise when you put it in the mayonnaise. You've seen the metal rooster, egg. though, right? The, in real life? The, like, Stardew the Valley is fucking insane. No. It's crazy. It's great. It's in pretty Stardew badass. Yeah. That's in what witches are Assassin's for. Creed Odyssey, apparently. I haven't gotten to it yet, but there's a mission where you go mm -hmm. and retrieve... Um, a special stone, which ends up being a dildo, and then you can have a gay orgy. That's like 100% true. Isn't that amazing? Hell yeah. Best side quest ever. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and oddly enough, the same thing happens in the new Spider-Man game. <laughs> hey, speaking of really fucking awesome games, Dungeons and Dragons, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, give or take. Sometimes Dungeons and Dragons can really suck. If you're all trapped against a wall with some ooze, and an Afridi. Oh, don't worry. I think all the nat ones we've been you were rolling say, today yeah. will lead us to glory, my friend. All right, dudes. Glory, okay. No glory holds. Welcome to the 34th episode of Heretics. I'm talking in your dirty, gross, little, nasty ear holes to you. <laughs> hey, I'm your host and uh, Dungeon Master Wes. Uh, this is an even number episode, so you guys know it's going to be off the rails and super fun and yeah. way less technical than the last one. <laughs> wow! Yeah! Maybe we'll actually fight a thing. Who knows? <laughs> not likely. Um, <laughs> that's not how we roll. Go over to the iTunes store. Leave us the review that's good. I think it's one star is the best review you can get. So go drop one of those bad We're boys. We're number one. Yeah. Right? I'm pretty sure. It's golf. It's like Michelin stars. You have to earn them. So we got to get one before we can get two. So make sure to go give us our 
Podcast Michelin Star. It's just a one. Hit that iTunes store. Also, check out the website. Lots of cool stuff on there. Um, if you need a full recap, because I know that lately we've been doing shorter recaps, <laughs> head over to the website, and there's a story so far. So even if you feel like you're up to date and you know everything, go read back through that, and maybe there's like some pieces of the story that you've forgotten or that have fallen to the wayside or that we haven't touched on in a while because we've been on a side quest that lasted for 14 fucking episodes. You're welcome. You guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> yeah, we'll see where it goes. So a lot of shit's happened, but the main point that you guys have been after is that there's something called the tear fall happening. You guys have found yourselves in the dead center of it, and through trying to solve this thing and trying to alleviate this thing, which is basically a second takeover by the dragons that hasn't happened since the primordial age, you guys have gotten involved in a lot of trouble. You guys have uncovered a lot of things. You were at once slaves in the elemental plane of fire because of it. At this very moment, an Afridi seems to be coming to collect that toll. You guys got involved with these drow elves that were under Cormanthir by helping Valna return home to the elven court. But at the same time, you all have gotten a lot of answers. You've received knowledge on how you could potentially stop the Tearfall, on how the dragons are probably doing it through the tablets of Russellneth and through the wisdom of these elves that you all have helped. And so it's very yin and yang and give and take at this point. But at this very moment, you all are under the twisted tower of Ashaba. And as you all are making your way down here, you have certainly faced your troubles, but none quite as threatening as the one that you were facing now. As you walked into this place, these drow were obviously summoning something and it hit Van in this moment of clarity. You realize without making any rolls or anything, you're like, holy fuck, they're summoning something big and nasty and bad. As you all were talking about leaving, the hallway behind you that you entered in just burst into flame, and this Afridi, this big, mean Afridi, burst out from behind it. And then you heard these crazy shrieks, these gurgles, like, this ooze form came out. It came into a form, into fruition. This summoning ritual obviously like was a success. And it sits here, its eye is open, and it's moving toward you. These flames are burning behind it. You all sit at the far end of this hallway, and I'm going to give you guys just a few descriptions as we get started and into this. So you all are basically cornered in this hallway. There's an Afridi approaching you. There is something in front of him. The drow are yelling out. There's a female drow voice. It's very harsh, and it's yelling out to these people. At first, they said, don't worry about whatever's in the hallway because once we're done, it's not going to matter. And then they started. she started to scream out, See what's in the hall. We'll take care of it now. We'll settle this here. And as they do, this crazy, gooey, oozy form came out. And it doesn't bleed outside of itself. That ooze is infinitely pouring off of it, but it never seems to go anywhere. It has all these really weird, scraggly limbs that are, like, hanging up and off of it. And it, it's just a really disturbing image. It stands as tall as, like, an actual tree in the middle of this hall. And its form is... It's hard to see. It's hard to grasp exactly what this thing is in front of you, but it's certainly disturbing. This Afridi is closing in on you, and you all are standing at the end of this... So you guys killed a mimic right before this hallway, and inside of the room that you were initially in, there were all these little tiny moss-like fungi growing, but this orange light was coming off of them. The flames from this Afridi has since muted those, and this bright light is pouring into here. It's searing your eyes as you were looking out and over this place. It's casting the shadow of this horrifying form in front of you. As it speaks out to you, it's as if it's speaking in three separate languages at once as it is coming toward you. And anyone who can speak Elvish can maybe discern a few words, but without like closer investigation it's hard to tell exactly what this thing is saying to you but it is speaking out and as it does it pulls at your minds and you were sitting at the end of this place and the alien fungi that I just described that covers everything stops just in front of the statue as if a hard line has been drawn from some otherworldly source the spider webs encroach where the glowing mushrooms end 
A statue sits on a pedestal with a visage of a sharp elf. Eight enormous spider appendages spread out evenly from behind the pedestal and attached to either side of the hallway around it. The woman looks out at you with a sinister glare and a knowing smile. Fangs protrude from out of her lips and her bare breasts are exposed. Her arms are outstretched as though she is embracing something or welcoming you. The pedestal her dais sits on is covered in spider webs. And the same strange purple light that you've seen in many other rooms in this place is emanating off of this statue. The only thing different is you cannot tell where the source of the light is from. It just seems to be ever present. And so that orange light is like fighting for space and it's encroaching on that purple light coming from the statue. But you all are standing at the end of this hallway uh, and it seems as though you're cornered. There are small alcoves all the way up it. And as you were walking up through here, it was like something was slowing your movement. But in, there are four of these alcoves and each of them, there's a statue of a spider and all the spiders are poised. One looks like it's spinning a web, there, though there is no actual web there. One is about to bite on its hind legs with its fangs out. One lays on its back, its legs pinched in, apparently dead. And the last one sits normally on all eight legs. Here you all are at the end of this hallway with these figures encroaching on you. I'm going to kiss the statue and then hide and then you like go to stealth and as these things are moving toward all of you everybody's gonna roll for initiative okay. and just to remind you i did use the loot to cast invisibility on myself at patch's suggestion yeah and yeah close to pull i've sort out. of hidden myself in one of the nooks yes did anything happen when I kissed the statue? You yeah, you heard. Sorry, I'm not home right yeah. now. I'm walking in the spider so leave Screaming my phone calls. <laughs> yeah, you heard that. And as you kiss it, you see this rune like slice into it. And this green light starts to pour out of it. And then these roots grow into the shape of that rune that is on the side of it. And though the... Um, the roots, as they grow out, they wither. There's still this green pulsating light coming from this rune in this statue where you kissed it. Uh, or, well, what did you roll? Nat 20. No shit. Yep. You get a little star beside your name. No. A little smiley face. Mm -hmm. Oh, I give a smiley face too. Yeah. Callista? 18. <laughs> nice. Van? 16 Percy's. <laughs> Patches? <laughs> 17 Percy's. <laughs> You guys, no one rolled below 16 on their initiative? Yep. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Apparently our luck change will be um, cookies. Did I, did I hide before initiative? You yes. Heard, okay. You hit this because as you hide and she goes invisible, they're starting to move toward you. Arwol, you were going to be up first. Um, Jeez. 19 for stealth to hide. Can we escape with the statue? What the yeah. fuck? I'm going to slowly back up in the hallway mm -hmm. um, to right about here in the first kind of alcove. Um, of the two spiders yeah, and be like, plans, plans, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I am going to uh, cast lightning bolt straight down the line. Oh! Um, and yeah. I'm, so it'll hit both of the walking tree thing creature and the Freedy. Oh, With yeah. my first action, I'd like to pull out my dragon horn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You held and, that dragon um, horn? Yeah, and I'm going to charge up Hopefully my glove. supercharging? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and okay. then send a lightning bolt down. Nice! This is already fun. <laughs> Maybe. It's nice to get him in the hallway. Yeah, that's nice. Lightning, a tree's worst Net tree. 20! No oh, shit! Oh, yes! Oh, dude, fuck yeah. This is such a good one to get, too. Um, like, this is such an important moment to uh, get a natural 20 on a big so spell like this. We so need that. Cool. Um, so they... So I'm going to make sure they don't roll nat 20s and get... They get a nat 20. One of them did. Normal Can't believe one of them got... Fuck them. I know. Dude. All right. 
Um, 75 damage. <gasps> what? The fuck? <laughs> 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 Holy shit! <laughs> that's the most damage anyone's done the whole campaign. <laughs> yeah, okay. on a nat 20. Yeah, awesome. Oh, wow. man! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Motherfucker! That glove's working really well. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You guys, you guys see Arwul, and like in this moment of desperation, you, he reaches into his pack, and before any of this is happening, all of you are going into hiding, and you see little Arwul uh, just turn around, and he holds this glove out, this small dragon horn in one hand, and as you see him holding this out in this moment of desperation, you just see this horn light up before his glove does, and as his glove is held out and in front of him, you see that electricity spark, and this arc is in between that horn and his glove, and he holds it in front of him, and then this overwhelming boom like just comes out of it and shoots down this hallway. All of those purple lights and orange lights and fire are all like burnt into the wayside as this bright, arcing white and blue light shoots through this hallway and like blows your eardrums out of your head. But you can hear this thing <laughs> screech out and all these voices like one after another saying, do you speak Elvish? I do. Uh, and it says, uh, Don't be happy if the lesson you pay for this you bite, it bites, it wags, it walks. As it's like starting to move and ooze toward you. And I'm going and to back This thing is like up. obviously scorched from this. And as its voice is speaking, it's like it's speaking three voice, like three languages at the same time to you. Um, and I'm going to back up for the rest of my movement toward the statue in the back of the room. And then as Arwul is leaving, you see this Afridi step into the room and you see it peer out from behind this thing and it scoffs at it as it walks by. Its scimitar is poised high above its head. It has bright orange skin like it's the burning coals in the burning embers in a fire and you can see this heat wavering and emanating off of it two small horns on the front of it its brow is furrowed its eyes are small and mean it has two like giant fangs hanging and protruding up from the bottom of its mouth and it has gold all around it all these bands and you can see it shimmering on the outside of that heat but it does have like a brass just like center weird very small piece to cover itself a bit and as it steps to the side, it says something that none of you understand. Again, this burning, crackling, strange, like, voice. And then this ball of flame appears in its hand. And it's just looking down the hall. And its small, beady eyes, you can see that light reflected in it. And it says something as it reaches its hand back. And it just hurls this flame down the hallway. And that is a 17 hit on Arwul. Um, I'm going to cast Shield. Um, okay. So my 16 yeah. goes up plus 5, so it'll have 21 AC until my next turn. Damn, dude. Arwul is, like, <laughs> on the front <laughs> fucking line right now. Yeah. yeah, so you see Arwul, like, reach out this electricity as Efridi steps to the side, rolls this flame. Arwul turns around, and you all see the shield appear in yeah. front of him for just a moment, and this Can flame like, is, like... Yeah, yeah no, go Use ahead, it just, like, kind of, like, mold the ozone that's left from, like, mm -hmm. the lightning crack into kind of, like, a little shield to protect me from the fire. Hell yeah. yeah, and you can see his little legs like standing stalwart as his fire's like burning around him. All of you are like, I mean, all of the other things that were happening are amazing and seeing Arwa like facing all of this mm -hmm. stuff coming toward you, you guys are like, holy shit. <laughs> Did Freddy get hit by the lightning bolt? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Callista, you were up. I'm going to, I've sort of like, I'm invisible and I've tucked myself in one of the nooks with one of the spider statues. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to be as quiet and unnoticeable as I can, but I sort of peek out just so I can see. And I'm going to cast Bane on three creatures that I can see. Okay. 
Um, you roll for it. They roll against it. They roll against it. So just on the slime tree beast thing, and then Afridi. It is. Yep. Charisma save. Okay. The Afridi is an eighteen. He passes. And the crazy slime thing, six. He fails. The Afridi yeah, saves, and the the crazy tree looking thing fails. Yeah, and you gotta see this like circle and this almost like sickness like curl up and around it. And that oil slick skin that this crazy thing has as it's moving toward you, you see it turn this like pitch black and it's pulsing. Uh, have you guys ever seen those videos where the parasites take over those slugs and, mm-hmm. and their eye stalk just like yeah, bloop, 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 and it's super gross? That's what this looks like. Like, because this thing is almost transparent and full of this stuff, and you can see it changing colors as this bane is like sitting into its That's bottom. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else, Calista? Um, yep, for my bonus action, I'm going to whisper to Arwol as he goes past me and around the around the little corner from my nook is going to be like, Arwol, you little badass, this whole verse is going to be about you. And I give him bardic inspiration. <laughs> nice. Yay. I'll take it. I'll need it. You're feeling badass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patches, you're up. Van's on deck. I'm hidden in one of the little alcoves uh, in front of the statue. I'm going to pop out and shoot the Afridi with my bow and cast Hunter's Mark. Not 20. No oh, shit! Oh, yes. <laughs> Dude, I like that you guys are in the zone for this shit. I like the idea that canonically you guys have had your first like real rest in like months. And so you're like, oh, fuck yeah, let's do Dude, this. We're just High stumbled into it, shit. but yeah. then like on the real fight. Yeah, we got yeah it. exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I always so fight. Patches, hell yeah, that's a nat 20, baby. Come on. He Still is a nat 20. Hunter's marked. Um, you fight better when a small druid licks you up and the, down the face. That was fucking gross. 11, 11 damage initially just for the so that's 17 damage and now he's hunter's marked yep another d6 nice and you also know it's so it's 17 so 21 damage damn okay on the afridi <laughs> hell yeah van you're up damn you guys are all having really good turns oh and then uh uh cunning action i'm gonna hide again back into this alcove which alcove are you hiding in by I'm, the way i'm like i'm like flipping around like doing a florist with my cloak so we don't, they don't know which way I'm going, and then I'm going to go back to the same one that I was in. Oh, you, were, you were in the one with the spider that its legs are pinched in and curled up, and it's dead here in front of you. An 11 to hide. Okay. I'd like to <laughs> lose a fiery arrow at the tree. 11. Uh, that is not a hit. God damn it. <laughs> As this happens, you all see these drow come in here. You see them all run in together. This troop of them look out to you, and as they look out to you, there is one in the back. And she, you can see there's like crimson blood all over her already. One of her breasts is exposed as she seems to be pulling clothes back onto her, and you can just like see this blood on her hands and on her clothes. And as she comes in, she says, she screams out and she says, Matron Mother, bless us with servants. And she holds her hand out, and from these two alcoves, you all hear skittering. You see these two enormous spiders coming down from the ceiling Mm. and in front of, like, all of you in these alcoves. And as they are moving toward you, they don't have uh, an attack yet. But um, they are certainly like encroaching on this space. Mm. It's a good thing you're invisible. With okay. you. Mm. These other two, there are two smaller male drow here. And as they are sitting here, they do pull up these uh, crossbows and they shoot them down this hallway. They're going to shoot them toward our wall because they can't see anybody else. And both of these bolts go wide and stick into this wall. They don't seem to hit. 
And then this other warrior steps forward, a male drow. You can see his charcoal ashen skin only in like the little bit of his face that's showing. He wears blacks all over his body. You can barely see him in these shadows. The only reason you can is all the light illuminating behind him. And he goes, little rats caught in a cage. You have nowhere to go. Why fight? We have 20 more behind us. Lay your weapons down. And he holds his crossbow up, fires a bolt, and it sinks into Arwal. That's, 21? Uh, that's actually a 25. Oh! And as this hits, you are going to take 10 piercing damage, Ooh. and you need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, that's always my favorite thing to hear. Nat 20. No shit. <laughs> this is three nat 20s in a row this for me. This guy is oh, killing God. it. Arwell's like, I don't know what's happening right now, but Arwell's got this crazy adrenaline rush. I guess maybe just the lightning got me. Like, and I'm just like feeling overcharged myself. I'm just like, yeah, like okay. too much caffeine. And then after this this bolt hits you, Arwell, it scrapes past you. It takes 10 health. So it's a pretty healthy wound ha, that's mm-hmm. in your arm. You feel this poison start to burn, this acid start to eat, and you grab it and just yeah. wipe it away. With your yeah. hand, and then you look out to these like, people, and you were up. Yeah, grip onto my uh, horn a little tighter and just kind of burn it out of my body. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, <laughs> the electricity, like, burns yeah. it out. Okay. I am going to cast slow um, in the middle here. It's 40-foot cube. Really? Six, six creatures. Okay. So every creature in here oh, shit! Um, needs to make a <laughs> wisdom save. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, the Afridi is... It's a 40-foot square? Mm-hmm. The That's a 40-foot cube. No, but you can only do six. Oh, okay. The Afridi is a six. Uh, it's a fail. The two scrawnier drow are um, a six and okay. a ten. Okay, fail, fail. The drow that shot you mm-hmm. is That's I think. an eleven. Fail. The drow that summoned the spiders is a seven. A fail. And then this crazy thing is a seven. All fail. Yeah, they all fail. That just is. So like, you all see them? You're, when you guys first entered this hall, it was like you were moving through water, like you were trying to push through a dream. And now you're watching the same thing happen to all of these creatures that are encroaching on you from outside. Yeah. And they're all pushing through this air. It's thick and it's strange and it's all around them. Yeah. And as they are like moving through it, their actions are obviously slowed. So every creature affected, um, their speed is halved. They take a negative two penalty to their AC and dexterity saving throws. They can't use reactions. On their turn, they can use use either an action or a bonus action, not both. Regardless of the creature's abilities or magic items, it can't make more than one or ranged attack during its turn. Uh, If the creature attempts to cast a spell with a casting time of one action, roll a d20. On 11 or higher, the spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn. And if the creature can't make its action to complete the spell, the spell is wasted. Okay, nice, dude. Yeah, so Arvel's just, like, fucking putting in work. (laughs) And as you do, this Afridi slowly in this crackling voice speaks out something. And Um, as he does, he holds... I would like to use the rest of my turn, though, and kind of move myself around the corner, so I'm Mm -hmm. kind of... I don't know if I'm fully covered or three quarters. Okay. Um, And he... He holds his hand up, and as he says something, you guys see his movement slowed. You can see him fighting against it, the grimace on his face. Those fangs turn into a frown. His brow furrow more than it was. The heat on his body glows brighter as he becomes madder. And you all see him 
lift his hand up, obviously casting a spell, but it's slower than he expected. You all do, however, see a line form all the way down this hall, and it glows bright in em- like embers, red all the way down it from one end to the other. And at, like that frown and that furrowed brow he has, you see it slowly but surely turning into a smile. As you see this line just... Sh- and these embers start to burn off of it, and these flames slowly starting to lick from the floor where this line is formed. Callista, you were up. I am going to invisibly attempt another <laughs> crossbow. This spider on you? <laughs> Not much I can do. And it hasn't done anything to me yet. No, but it is definitely descending like onto you. To, is it like within reach of me already? Um, it's about 10 feet above you. Yeah, I'm just going to shoot straight up at it. Okay. It's my most immediate threat. This is probably not safe to shoot a crossbow overhead like that, but I'm going to do it anyway. Ten. Uh, Ten does not hit. And so you go to fire up and you hear it like off of this wall beside you. Maybe I'll use a little movement. Okay. (laughs) Try to get out of there. Is the fire in the floor like, is that burning constantly? Well, yeah, it's the spell is like activating under it slowly. Okay. Um, oh, an a- if you attack, you lose invisibility, right? The spell Do you have an evil plan? For yeah. a target that attacks or casts a spell, yeah. I'm no longer invisible. Yeah, so you shoot this bolt, you come out of your invisibility, the I'm spider like, oh, is dropping shit. down on you. I think for now I'm going to stay in the alcove. The gang, okay. You Patches is up. There is, um, oh, by the way, Callista, the spider that is behind you looks like it's spinning a web. It's spider ass is up in the air and its legs uh-huh. are like s- up, spindling it sort of. Patches is in the alcove with the spider that is on its back with pinched legs and dead. So I'm in the, the, the alcove that's furthest to the statue at the end of the hallway. And the, then I'm going to swing around to the one before the one that I'm in where there is a spider. Just straight across from me. And sneak attack this spider. Okay. Um, with my daggers. Do it. It's a 12. 12 does not hit. Fuck! Oh, yeah, so Patches it. swings around with the Son dagger. Of a bitch. Like, ping, it like hits the wall beside this. Uh, so now Patches and Callista are like standing up in the front of the party here. No, I'm not. You're like in the alcove, I guess? No. Action. Yeah, I'm going to oh disengage. Zip! And coming back right around here. <laughs> okay. Van, you're up. If I had something in my hand and I could just drop it, mm-hmm. could I also cast my other hand and make it drop something too? Your mage hand? Yeah. 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 So the statue that's directly in mm-hmm. front of me, I'm at the very end of the hall, and mm-hmm. there's a spider thing in front of me. Well, I just need to know how close together her hands are. Yeah. Because I mean, you said she was, like, yeah. embracing. The alien fungi that cover this place stop right in front of the statue, as if a hard line has been drawn from some otherworldly source. The spider webs encroach where the glowing mushrooms end. A statue sits on a pedestal with the visage of a sharp elven woman. Eight enormous spider appendages spread out evenly from behind the pedestal and attached to either side of the hallway. The woman looks out at you, Van, specifically with a sinister glare and a knowing smile. Fangs protrude just past her lips and her bare breasts are exposed. Her arms are outstretched as though she is embracing something or welcoming you. The pedestal her dais sits on is covered in spider webs and the same strange purple light emanates from this dais, but you cannot tell where its source is from. Is her hand open? Yeah, her hand's I'm going to take the silver coin that was in that treasure chest and put it in her hand. Okay. Yeah, you put the silver coin in one of her hands. And then I'd like to take the mage hand, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put the incense in the the curled up legs of the spider that's on its back dead. I just sit down there like an offering to the dead. Okay. And that is my turn. Yeah, and as you put the coin in one of these hands, 
it folds over it. You guys see this, and the hand folds gently over this coin. Uh, and I'm going to give you inspiration for Yay! using the things you found in that chest. This incense sits unburning in this pinched spider's body that's sitting right beside Patches. And interestingly enough... I'm looking at him and I'm just like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> As these people are all encroaching on you, this person runs up and sees Callista. Turning the corner, the spider is right behind you and dropping down. It has gotten, like, right in front of you. They do have advantage. And as this person comes in, they pull out a short sword. And do you speak under common? Nope. They say something similar to common. It's a really similar dialect, but it doesn't touch just right. Like, the difference between, like, hearing, like, French and English or something like that. Mm -hmm. They say something, but they pull out this short sword, and you can see their face under all of this black garb. They are going to... That's a 19 hit. Yeah. And you are going to take 10 piercing damage. Mm. Plus 12 poison damage as this short sword cuts into the side of How you. How long does your poison shit last? We might have that if that's still in effect. It lasts an hour? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, so we'll say it's still in effect now. As this sword hits, you feel the last bits of this magic push this poison out of your body. And you take so you'll add six back to your maximum. Great. And then as this happens, the woman in the back, she cracks a smile. She speaks out in common to you. Mmm, my loves. You are caught in my web. Stop struggling. For every time you do, I only become more aware of your location. And she ha holds a hand out in front of her. And as she does, this green ichor forms around it and spreads out toward <laughs> all of you. And as this is spreading out, she sees Van, like, placing these things into this statue. Uh, Van, that is a 17 hit. Does it hit you? Mm-hmm. You were going to take four poison damage. Ooh. And then these other two drow sitting... Beside you all, they fire two crossbow bolts. Their direct line of sight is only toward Van, and so one comes sailing toward you, and it does hit. The other, however, is definitely a miss. That is eight piercing damage as this hits you, and you need to make a constitution saving throw as it does. Owie! It's a 13. 13 is a success! Woo! Yay! Ooh, nice. <laughs> Be glad. Um, okay, so as this arrow sails by, uh, these other two spiders are around you all. That one cannot move past its drow friend, but there is one on top of Callista. This spider comes down, and it goes to bite at you. That is a 23 to hit, which I imagine does hit. Just barely. And 10 piercing damage as this thing's fangs sink into you. Yeah, and so this spider is around you. This drow is coming in. All these enemies are encroaching upon you. Arwul, you are up. I okay. touch Van's shoulder and be like, keep doing what you're doing. Um, we'll try to hold this off. Okay. Um, I'm going to start making these symbols and gestures with my hands, and I'm going to call out to the Afridi, and I'll be like, Afridi, you are surrounded by enemies and people trying to take what you are here for. The drow are your real enemies. Um, and I'm casting suggestion. Hell yeah. yes! <laughs> Please land this. Wasn't safe. Can I use that and a spell at the same time? Yeah, important isn't a standard action. Okay, then yeah, I would like him to roll a ten. Okay, <laughs> I bet a twelve. Oh, perfect. Then he fails. Woo! 
So as I'm doing the symbols and I am just creating this idea in his head mm-hmm. where um, his objective that he's trying to achieve is being absolutely encroached upon by these drows that are around him. Yeah. Um, everything else around him is keeping him from his goal okay. and that he needs to wipe them out first. And he does look around him and you see this scowl forms. You can see his fangs like sitting in his teeth as he does like look around himself. Yeah. And it's almost comical because they these are they are all still moving at half speed. And so he's like <laughs> like looking around at these guys. This fire is starting to burn brighter and as it does become his turn, you see this fire start to is rise he up. Use it? And you see this fire start to rise up and the and it just like this vacuum sucks back down into the floor and you see him lift his foot up and he stomps. And as he stomps with all of these drow around him, he like rakes his hand across the scimitar and he turns toward this like obvious, the drow mage who's been summoning spiders and like mm-hmm. letting all these things fall down. And he brings his scimitar down on her. He rolls disadvantage on attack if he's slowed. Is that right? No, no, no. He just, he can only use one attack. Oh, okay. Period. That's a, what the fuck? As he attacks her, this scimitar is, I mean, it's fucking, he's big. This guy's big. He's like 15 feet tall, uh, like 12 to 15 feet tall. His scimitar is like it, like two ratio with his body. And he swipes across. She jumps back, and but it still cuts across her. And you can see that wound sear shut as soon as it goes across. And that same strap she just put up burns back off her body. And it, it does expose her breast, but it exposes a few other things as well. She has a really strange pendant in her shoulder with eight prongs in it and a jewel in the center. She also has scars all over her shoulder, chest, and back, but she also has fresh wounds mixed with it that are bleeding actively onto her. And you just see a scowl like form on her face. She looks to him and she looks Mm. to you all. Callista's up. I am in a very tight spot. And you said the ceilings are very high. They seem high, yes. Yeah. I need to get the hell out of Dodge. As yes. best I can. For my actual action with the DOS loot cast, fly on myself. Okay. And attempt to fly up out of harm's way okay. if I can. Yeah. So you do. You uh, you cast fly and you're shooting up and you're just trying to get past the spider. Wish we'll get on the dark. Just trying to get out some range. But uh, that is a 14 hit from the spider. <sighs> Meat speeds. Okay. And as a spider lashes out at yeah. you, it's going to do. <laughs> Beats five me. piercing damage. Okay, okay, okay. As its fangs sink into you, Can and you feel it, they scrape as you go by it, and you need to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay, and as I'm making that Constitution saving throw, I'm going to use my Tiefling once a day yes. hellish rebuke Super reaction cool. on him. Okay, uh, basically, as I'm it? flying up, I just say "fuck you," <laughs> yeah. just fly straight <laughs> up in the air. Um, and what that does is. He's momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. Has to make a dexterity saving throw. <gasps> That's a natural one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, so spider. that would be two d10s of fire damage normally. Does his nat one so change 20 that? Plus oh, he just your takes roll. all of it. Holy shit. 24. 54 damage? Can it spread to others? She's been so scared and so frightened and so worried because she almost lost her best friend Patches and that guy Van was pretty, she was worried about him too. Yeah. And um, she's realized that she's like getting so close to being unconscious herself. And she's been panicking this whole time. And she's like, okay, I got us into this mess. So much of this I think is my fault that we're even here doing any of this. I cannot leave them here. I've got to get out. I've got to do something. So she just basically goes from being scared to being 100% 
pissed off at everyone. And so as she flies up in the air and the spider bites her, she's just like, fuck you. You guys hear it. And you you don't see it come from her. You just hear her yelling. And all of a sudden, these flames just start seeping up from the floor underneath it until they consume it. Nice. And it just like, it's so hot. And there's so much more fire than there should be because she's so angry. It just immediately like, boosh. Ball of cinder falls on the floor and and spreads out everywhere. It's all curled (laughs) up like that spider that patches Mm -hmm. can see. And then it just like, like falls into yeah. a pile of ash. And what's really crazy about this is as you're controlling that fire, you use the last little bit of it as it is filling this fucking hallway. You all are seeing this. By the way, it is total fucking chaos around you guys right mm-hmm. now. And as this happens, Callista controls that last little bit of fire to light that incense mm-hmm. that being placed. And yeah. as it lights, this smell of sweet wood fills this room. The other hand of the statue opens more. And as it opens more, that fire, you thought that the this boom that resonated and shook this room was from that fire, but you realize that it comes a second time. Boom! Heavy. And from and from the same hallway that the Efridi came from. And you see embers coming from it too. This hit like almost like it's up against the wall, and these embers pour out of it just a little bit. And really nice turn, Callista. Patches, you were up. So the drow that's down at the end of the hallway with us? Yeah. So I'm popping out from my alcove, and I'm going to sneak attack the drow that was attacking Callista before she flew away. That is 16 to hit. 16 does not hit. What the fuck? Okay, well then disengage and hide in the alcove that was across from the alcove that I was originally in. You guys hear one more boom from where that Efridi came from. Boom! And as you hear this, this fucking stone goes flying. Like, you think that maybe the rooms above could possibly connect to these a little bit, but whatever is going through this has to be going through solid ground, too. This explosion is insane. And as it explodes out into this fucking room, you see this figure coming through, and you hear in, um, you speak Infernal. You hear, both of you speak Infernal. You hear, you hear this voice scream out. Found you! And boom! As it crushes out into this, this explosion comes out, and you all see Kravik slam onto the ground with his. Yay! He stands up, and behind him, you all see Volna, fully equipped for battle with a staff in her hand, electricity flowing from it. And like, as Kravik is standing back up, you see this Afridi like visibly take a step back from him. Um, Holy shit! (laughs) Volna sits up on the top of this place behind him. Can I yell as a free action? Yeah. I'm like, kill the drow first, Kravig. Volna, like, yeah. And he's like, I want to get away. You hear other steps coming from this direction. Some are smaller, some are bigger, but there are definitely more people coming from this side. And as Kravig looks up, he holds his hands up. God damn. He has a giant hammer in one, and he shows his wrists to all of you. Yay! Bracers, and this smile cracks across his molten face. His beard is burning brightly. He is, like, he has this weird balding spot where his hairline sort of recedes on two sides and comes up the middle. His hair burns from that and connects to this beard. His skin is like the molten obsidian that sits on the top of a lot of these black cracks and this ember glowing through it. And he screams out to you and he says, Hold them off, friends! Keep doing what you're doing! And he pulls his hammer up over his head, but he isn't quite able to like make that first attack as he is coming into this place. Van, you are up. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> the horn that was in the 
chest. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of horn does this look like? Um, the horn is, it's single pointed and it spirals up into its point. It looks like some sort of like... It looks like it's made of like pearl or and silver or something. So it's not like grown off an animal and just fell off. It sort of, it, it goes into a point, like a, a cone almost, like a really slender long point and it sp- like spirals up. And like a narwhal. Really yeah, like a yeah. narwhal horn, sort of. Does it look like it was broken off or does it have like a... A fine end to the bottom of it. Oh, it has a fine, like, it might, it's hard to tell how it came off, but the end is definitely finer. I feel like if I put any of the different oil or water vials in the hand of the stone, they're gonna, it's just gonna fucking break them. So I'm gonna try to put the horn in the other hand. Yeah. And as you put this horn in this hand, you hear this weird distant, like, in the middle of all this, this fucking giant breaking into here. There's like molten fire exploding with these rocks out and onto these drought, which, by the way, as Van's turn is happening, they're all going to make dexterity saving throws. Kravik comes in here. The others look up. They all do like you see this fire and rock hitting them and they take a little damage. Van, you sit this horn in this other hand and it grasps around it. And as it does, you hear in the distance, it's almost like it's almost comical, but you don't know whether to take it as a sign of, like, relief or not, but you hear this whinnying, like, from a distance as it closes around this horn. And as it closes around this horn, the wall behind the statue is gone. And there's a tunnel leading down far past it. And it seems like it's made out of, like, solid earth around this statue, but it leads far back and past where the statue's at. Anything else, Van? I scream, get down the fucking hallway! To my boys and my girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Van yells out to you guys, let's get the fuck out of here. But I'm going to hang tight. I'm going to watch what happens so I can see my, my friends around. Can I shoot something then? Sure. You have a crossbow, like, attached. You, we, we talked about this. This is your, your crossbow expertise. Mm-hmm. You basically have it, like, hanging on a strap. So it's not like you have to unholster it and load it. Like, it's loaded and hanging on a strap. So you can just pick it up and, cool. like, shoot it. Uh, just because I think it's funny. <laughs> uh, I'm going to shoot this drow that's in front of Arvel right in the face. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to use my inspiration on it, too, to make sure I hit him. Okay. Into it. Uh, the first one is a 16 plus 4. And the second, uh, that was just advantage, so at least I hit him. Okay, cool. Versus his face. Uh, it is a 9. <laughs> 2. <laughs> I do 12 damage to this drow's face. I just play? like that he just has an arrow lodged into his face. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> You are sitting out, and you hear this woman scream out, and she says, Do not let them get away! And as she does, finally, this creature, like, forms up in the middle of this room. And you hear this shriek, like, just come out and, like, hit Arwell, like, really hard. You need to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, it's just a wisdom save? I just saw that there's a spell called Speak with Plants. (laughs) (laughs) this has been a good fight for me 22 what (laughs) that's a save and you feel this thing start to lock you down you feel your feet planted into this Mm -hmm. soil and you just have this moment of like not now like not after all of this and so you're able to like break from it and this thing though as as it sticks you into the ground you realize that's not what's happening but that these voices are saying (laughs) Stay where you are. 
and you like break free of this voice like nah, nah. You, yeah you just like break free <laughs> of it and then this priestess like holds her hand out her breast exposed these wounds bleeding over top of it in herself you can see the anger the frustration this giant is over her this Efreeti has turned on her and as all of this happens she holds her hands up and says fine bless me And as she holds her hands Mm. up, as she's looking out to all of you, her hands come up and you see six other sets of hands come from around her. And it's really disturbing because each set of hands, like their fingers grab around her torso. And then you see the arms come out and then she's gone. These other drow are starting to run toward you. Arwald, this one comes up and he says, you will not escape. And is he still slowed? I was just saying, oh, you yeah, only yeah. just do one yeah, attack. Yeah. That is a 15 to hit? Uh, does not hit me. Really? Yeah, my with mage armor, I'm 16. <laughs> he comes up with this short sword, and as he does, or will you go to jump to the side, this thing is locking you down, and as you break out of it, these strange voices, this man comes up, there's no way you're getting out of the way of it, but you do your best. Mm-hmm. And you see this light blue sheen up your side as the sword bounces off of it, and you're just like sweating and sitting in this place two more bolts come firing at you mm. Arwell, uh one is a 14 and the other is a 13 yes yeah, sh- and they just like bounce bouncing like, off my yeah, mage this, armor it's like, like one bounces off the mage armor and the sword sort of pushes you to the side from the other one uh, and then you're up Arwell Callista's on deck soon um I do not like this person's face in front of me um I am going to uh, cast Witch Bolt, and I'm going to use my portent, a 27 to hit. Holy shit. Okay, that hits. He will take 1d12. 11 damage. Nice. Okay, all right. Um, and I am going to back up into the hallway uh, until I reach a van, which is about 15 feet back. Yeah. All right. This is all happening. This uh, free looks up at this giant and speak something out to it. And you see this just like incredibly sinister smile spread across its face. It looks over to you all and it looks back up at Kravig. It holds its sword again and like brandishes this fire across it. As this is happening, he this Afridi holds his hand out and as he is pulling this fire up and over his sword, it's above an 11 that makes his spell go to the next turn, right? Oh, but I need to make a wisdom saving throw to see if he gets out of it. He doesn't. Um, and then as he's pulling this out, he this fire is still in his hand and he drops it to the floor. And as he drops it to the floor, you see these two hands, like it's burning this little like campfire and these two hands from out of this campfire and start to pull this body up like from where that fire is. It doesn't quite come to completion as it's happening though. Um, And Callista's up, floating 30 feet in the air. Floating floating up above everybody. So the guy in the hallway is still up? Yes. Yeah. Um, On my way to the back Mm. hallway... I'm going to try to crossbow him. Yeah, I'm like right above them. As right you're like flying past into yeah. the wall. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. 16? 16 nope. does not hit. Uh, yep. And then Patches is up. No, you're I'm flying fresh. past and maybe you're just like a little more concerned right now with like uh-huh. getting the fuck out of this horrifying uh, death And circuits. I'm out of inspirations to give until we rest, so yeah. I can't do any more. I'm also going to head down the hallway. Okay. Um, from my little alcove. But I'm going to stop at the statue, and from around behind the statue, I'm going to at least get one Hunter's Mark sneak attack on the Safridi before I go. <laughs> <laughs> Through 
all these people. Like, <laughs> yep. So okay. I'm going to try to shoot this Afridi. That's an 18 to hit. He's huge. He's easy to hit, right? He's not even just wearing okay. fucking okay. underwear. He's wearing gold underwear and he's huge. What did you get? A 17? An 18. Oh, that's a hit. Okay. Yay. All right. <laughs> what, what did you miss? Um, so, so, so nine. Yeah. Actually, 10, excuse me. 11, 15, 19 damage. Holy fuck. Yeah, and as as you're walking past the statue or that wall. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That was just that was just sneak and attack. Then? And then there's another one for Hunter Smart. 24 damage. Okay. Whoa. So, <laughs> so Wes. as you're as you're walking past where this wall would be, Patches is like, I like to mention you literally go, eh. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna waste a hunter's mark. I'm yeah. gonna at least get him once. Like hold that finger up, like, wait a second. Just turn around, pull that arrow out, you pull it back. There's a lot of shit going on. Fire is burning out from this place. This purple light is emanating from the statue a giant has literally just entered this arena even for a fire giant kravig is huge like you go you all saw other fire giants in the elemental plane of fire he was bigger than most Volna sits underneath him with this magic like crackling out from her staff multiple drow and these giant spiders are crawling out and you pick just the smallest it's like picking a lock man getting that arrow through all of this stuff that's happening but you release it and you see that afridi look to you in just that little moment just like that arrow sinks deep into him and burns up and you hear him and like slam his hand down as this thing is coming up and out of the floor. Van, you're up. We're all in the tunnel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to use a uh, silent image. No, I'm going to use minor illusion actually. And I'm just going to make the illusion that, uh, right behind the spider shrine that the, the, uh, as they saw the door open up, mm -hmm. that it closes back down. You guys all see it too, and you see Van with his hands like out and in front of him. You look to everyone. This fucking battle is raging. Um, I'm gonna make a few rolls over here really quickly. Yeah, you guys notice all of the fighting is behind you. Um, as long as this is happening, that was Van's turn. So you hear, does anyone here speak Undercommon? Mm -mm. None of you do. You hear some crazy weird language shouted out. You hear many footsteps coming in. You hear explosions coming through this place. And you hear these people screaming out. You don't understand anything any of these people are saying at this point. It's just like crazy languages, all of this smoke. And what's really weird is, you guys realize on the other side of this door as everything is shaking, that these spider webs formed on this side and they cross over into the next. And as you all are sitting here and these spider webs are like growing through it, you can see this witch bolt tethered through and these flames and rocks like and debris coming through it. I mean, but So we don't have any protection. An illusory wall. But yep. as... <laughs> As of as of right now, no one is chasing you, it seems like. No one comes through this wall. Like, I'm sure you're all sitting in wait, like, ready for someone to come through it. Mm -hmm. You do hear a few voices screaming uh. out to one another. You hear one say, it's good to have you back, friend. And then you hear another scream back, it's good to be back. And then, boom, like, on the other side of this, the whole ground beneath you shakes. And you can hear, like, screaming as this is all happening. But it's just, like, pure fucking chaos on the other side. You guys are all still technically in initiative, though nobody comes through um, this wall. Arwell's up. I'm going to just recharge my Witch Bolt and do my damage. Three damage. So you've, <laughs> like, this Witch Bolt through. This hallway extends far behind you guys. 
by the way. There are no natural lights. There's no fungus. It just seems like this earthen, weird hallway behind you. And as you all walk through this wall, it's as if the air upon breaching the illusion surface you were in, is it's a completely different biome. Like as you step into here, even though the illusion wasn't there when you did. It's pitch black dark in this place. Does anyone not have actual dark vision? We all do. Dark vision, dark vision. And then your guy's dark vision is... No, you have pure dark vision. He's a half elf, though. So you can see I think it's just 15 feet now. as if it's dim light. Correct? I have dark vision, six, 60 feet. Holy yeah, shit. So you all can see in here. We were mm-hmm. made for this. Yeah, so yeah. you guys are in this place. You can see in here. You know the tunnel goes far behind you. But a smooth stone tunnel descends into the earth itself. Spider webs hang all around you, but seem to end just on the other side of this passage. You see Arwell charge that bolt up. Your magic is blue, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see like this like energy surge go through it um and then on the other side of this you hear this fire burning and then this other voice starts to talk and it seems much more pure like fire crackling and burning on the other side of this like what are we doing what are we doing (laughs) the team like is everybody behind the wall now yeah yeah Yeah. oh hell yeah um and we are in initiative yeah you're still in initiative right now should we Olna has Kravik we need to go down like we can't who's in who's in turn is it um, it is Callista's turn, then mm-hmm. Patches, then Van. I don't think we can go back in there. I can't. I feel really puny. <sighs> yeah, Callista took a I'm, I'm almost, like, <laughs> tapped out. I was, I was like, zero help. I am zero help if we're cornered. I much. say when I get a chance, I have to tell Volna to get her and Krogvig the fuck out of here, but we have to go now. Yeah. And I'm, everything they're doing right now, we want no part of. I'm tapped out. I can not really do much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I mean, we really, we only came here to mark the place, not to... But how are we going to get Shut back it out? down? Our only choice right now is to go deeper. Maybe there's another way yeah. out. When I, I mean, do y'all see any other I options? Do, I don't. Do we go further, guys? We have to, I think. Yeah. Okay. I start off exploring a new hallway. Uh, <laughs> you guys are out of combat for the moment. What's happening, little booze? Little boo-boos? Little imagine booze? This is your buddy Caleb Hanks, who plays Van Dingulus Ulysses Fart Baby on the Hit Dice podcast. The podcast you're listening to right now, and I am just... Shit in my pants with excitement to tell you about our brand new sponsor, DiceEnvy.com. If you haven't heard of Dice Envy, they are the jam. So you need to go right now to DiceEnvy.com and check out all their cool stuff. We use Dice Envy Dice on the episode you're listening to right now, and I will tell you from experience, these things roll like a son of a bitch. They have a really great weight and feel to them. It's very natural. They're made out of some really unique materials, and they come in a plethora of very strange and exotic styles. I myself am sporting the new Rayatropic set that they have because it looks like a tequila sunrise and I kind of want to drink them. But if you're anything like me and you have the strange urge to want to eat your dice, which I do all of the time, please don't. You will choke. They will kill you. But if you want to roll some super, super kick-ass dice, go to DiceEnvy.com and we got a present for you. If you enter the offer code HITDICEPOD at checkout, you will get 10% off all yo shits. And it doesn't stop there. Until January 1st, Dice Envy has a subscription box starting at just $5 a month that will send a bunch of really cool dice and a lot of different styles and materials straight to your motherfucking house. Also, every subscription now includes downloadable content like new spells, maps, and all kinds of different adventures. So, it's a great holiday gift and you need to go snag that shit right now. So once again, go to DiceEnvy.com to get some sleek new kick-ass dice and enter the offer code HITDICEPOD at check 
checkout to get 10% off. Go there, check them out. Or we'll come to your house, the whole entire Hit Dice podcast cast, and we'll dress your dog up like a lobster. And then we'll hang out with just your dog and not you. And you're going to feel all left out because you're not going to be hanging out with the lobster dog and the Hit Dice crew. All right, that's all I got to say. So go to DiceMV.com and we'll talk to y'all on the flip side. Peace out, bitches. Yeah, I want to move over to Cliss and be like, how are you with your magical reserves? Um, I'm actually, I did most of what I did with the loot. <laughs> so okay, I didn't right use any of my you, casting ability. Would you be able to create like a tripwire with your glyph of warding? I don't it know. takes some time. Oh, I could do it. No, we should. It takes an hour. That shit. <laughs> that makes involved. sense why it's so mm-hmm. powerful. Uh, then never mind. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's I mean, go. if we want to do that, it would be something I would do before we take a rest. Like as part of that, yeah, yeah. I would. No, that makes sense. Right, yeah. Let's let's yeah. head in. Um, right before we go, while the illusory wall is still there, I get on my hands and knees. I poke my head out of the wall through the wall. Directly behind the shrine, and I message to Volna, say, "Get out of here. We have a war to prepare for. Get out as soon as you can." And then I scuttle my ass back through the wall and head down. And you hear this message back. She just like sort of snidely says, "There'd be no war without an army." And you hear other voices coming in from like behind where Volna and Kravig were. And as this is happening, you hear other voices in that strange language that you all have never heard before pouring in from this place. But you all are walking down this. And as you do, you walk for like 200 yards. The sounds of this crazy, intense, chaotic combat fade behind you. And as you walk these 200 yards, a single wooden door is set into the side right here. It seems like if you walk any further, the tunnel begins to open up. The dripping of water can be heard just ahead. And you guys are using, like, relying completely on dark vision up until this point. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you can hear a voice. It's a female's voice. Uh, you can't see it just yet, but it says, Move, men. I've just been given orders that we must hurry. There is a formidable enemy ahead of us. And they need our numbers now. They need us there now. So move. And you hear this crack of a whip. And you start to hear footsteps moving up and toward you. You're sitting in this hallway. I cast silent image, and it's just, I, I want to make an image of just boulders in the way of the hallway. Okay. I don't know what I roll. I don't you, either. You so do it. it just happens. <laughs> and so these boulders <laughs> appear in the hallway, and these, like, people are starting to walk up and toward you. It seems like they're still just a little bit of a distance away. I There's say, a door right here. The, the they're coming are coming from, from the doorway. They're not coming from the doorway. They're coming yeah. from down where the, the it opens the up, right? Yeah, like the where the tunnel keeps going, the voices are coming from there. Can yeah, get out of this dip closet? into this door. I, I open the door, and I say, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Is it secret? Is it safe? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you open this door, and as you open it, it's a room that's like five by five feet. It's a very small room that so you all can barely fit in. Like, this is a very tiny room. Just the door is make it shitty happen. on the outside of it. It's she like, can fly up. Yeah, the ceiling's fairly tall. I'll be on the ground, mm-hmm. like, on my... Yeah, no, dude, whatever. if we need a place to hide, I totally got this. And from, yeah, from the entire, like, the entire time this is happening, by the way, it is by no means peaceful. Though you were out of combat, you still feel the earth shake and you see these rocks and this debris fall from the ceiling these tunnels though they look like they're suspended naturally every once in a while you do see these pillars that are keeping it held up and upright and they seem very man-made this door it's shitty it's like these crappy wooden planks that like if you were to hold a torch to you could see through but you all get in here and you shut it behind you all of this like chaos is happening on the other side of you you hear 
some voices speaking in a language you once again don't understand. And it's this weird language. It's similar to yours, but just a little bit off and you're not getting it perfectly. Um, and you guys are just holding up in here. Can for I a cast minor illusion yeah. on the other side of the door? And I'd like Can to you just... Can you do this as a cantrip? Uh, minor illusion is a cantrip. Okay. Um, minor illusion. Well, silent image was the one that I was trying to cast earlier, but I never did. Yeah. Um, and that is a spell. So minor illusion, I'm just going to make the door look like it's just part like of the rest, rest of the wall. Okay. Sure. I right. message to everyone individually. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Okay. And you guys, you guys all hear this and you hear, uh, you hear some speaking in a language you don't understand, and then it screams out. It's like just so close to your language. It's like on the tip of your tongue, but you don't understand it. But then those footsteps start to walk in front of this door. They're right in front of it. You can see the light from them moving in front of it. Not really light. It's like shadows on shadows. It's really hard to describe, but you guys can tell mm-hmm. that there are people moving outside of it with your dark vision. And as they are moving outside of it, you feel that combat. Boom! One more time, as you were sitting in here, the earth trembles beneath you slightly. It causes the ceiling to shake, and a little debris shakes loose. You can just feel like that gravel and that dust like hitting your faces. It's like in your mouth, it's in your eyes. Small rocks pit-pat off of the ground, your armor, your heads. The shake is small, but it makes it apparent like how deep into the earth you are. You know what I mean? Like It makes it apparent that you're super deep into the earth at this point. You're like... 300 yards down and it's obvious that even the slightest miscalculation would mean that you all are encapsulated in this earthen tomb and after the initial shock and that realization like leave your stomach you can feel yourself catch your breath like like there's this breath of relief but it isn't your breath catching it's actually being pulled from your lungs as an enormous boom shifts the ground beneath your feet and the earth splits clean underneath every single one of you. It utterly separates into parts in this room. And as you all look up, you can see this debris falling toward you, this magma and fire. These bodies are like falling. Your solid ground is rend asunder. As the earth splits, the sharp burst hurts your ears so bad it makes you dizzy and you forget which way is up. It makes you lose all sense of space and direction. And then it swallows you. Everybody needs to make a dexterity saving. Throw. Um, how far are we falling? Oh my god! Um, it's not like like a fissure. It's like the it's like the continent has like it seems um, like it's separate. I am going to ready feather fall. Okay. Um, and I'm going to cast it on all four of us okay. when I see the ground coming. Uh, saving throw. The best for me. part mm-hmm. about this was I rolled in front of my beer can and then I moved it away. Not twenty. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah. I think I was on a one. So I just start uh, flying. <laughs> Flap your arms. You're like, I'm on a limb. I actually am flying. Oh, yeah. I got a 25. Yeah, you see this ground like come around you. Uh, for what it's worth, though, this debris and these bodies and this fire. I'm falling is, down. Yeah. yeah, it's falling. I also, on top of flying, rolled a 25. Yeah, quickly coming down toward you. Patches, what'd you roll? Uh, 23. 23. Holy and Arwolf. So Arwolf falls. You see him slip. And like he, say, he says, like as he's falling, he's like, don't worry. Can I grab him? Into this darkness. Uh yeah, with a net twenty, I'll let you try. And I have dark vision. Roll a roll a dex roll a dex check. Acrobatic. And so Arwell is falling, and as this earth swallows him. Sixteen. Yeah, so you're able to grab Arwell, but as you do, like this debris, I mean like <sighs> humongous you. chunks of earth bigger than the room you were in are falling Thank you. Thank toward you. you. And like Van's hanging on to the side of this, Callista is flying. Patches, you rolled a what? Remind me? 
Uh, 23. A 23. Patches and Bane are hanging onto this, and you grab Arwol. Arwol's like readying a spell, and he seems light in your hand as he captures it. The ceiling is falling toward all of you really quickly. You're basically suspended. Like, this room is basically a giant hole under where you stood, plus some. Like, this door has fallen completely in here. The tunnel that you all climbed through has, like, got to be cracked in half. Like, this place is just, like, opened up completely. How close is everybody to us? To Arwol and I. Patches, Van, and Arwol, you guys are probably within 15 feet of each other. Callista's uh, like 15 feet, but in a different direction. Mm-hmm. She's like up and above you and floating there. And I would imagine I know what you're doing because I can feel you and you're like very light. Yeah. Um, lighter than usual. Um, <laughs> I just say to Patches and Callista, jump and group together. I got so, us. Okay, so you guys, I, you guys I are just like, let's down do towards it. all of yeah, them. Yeah, I got us. And I wrap, I've, I've got an arm around Bam, who's holding Arwol. Mm-hmm. Tail around Patches. For somebody who's <laughs> like, got all right, let's go. He's flying. I think we're going to make a pretty graceful landing. Yeah, as long so as, as, as you're falling into this us. earth, like you were falling at 60 feet per second, I believe it is, with Featherfall, which is really not that fast. Like it sounds mm-hmm. crazy, but like, you're not free falling, at mm-hmm. least. You know, it's almost and like I'm you have with like a little my flight trying I, to sort of I had ready to, I want to see the ground before I cast it. Okay. So you all are, oh, you all are, are yeah, free yeah. falling. Yeah, we were free falling. You're like falling, and like falling, falling, falling. And I'm falling. trying to use my flight speed to like just get us around any debris okay, that I sure. see. Like, like, yeah. And so oh, Calista's yeah. like sort of steering, steering a little. That's awesome. And Arwell's like waiting like in the front of this party. Yeah. You're all like a little ball just like <laughs> falling through this earth. And what's really strange is it seems like it. the end of Fellowship of the Ring. Absolutely, oh, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. And so it almost seems as if it never ends. And this earth starts to blur past you as you're falling. And it really feels like, holy shit, did this entire continent just split in half? Like, this is not a fissure <laughs> in the ground. This, like, we've been falling long enough to have this whole thought. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, the adrenaline leaves and you're still having these thoughts. And you start to think rationally for a second. You're not mm-hmm. reacting anymore. And you start to get to this point where you're like, are we ever going to see the ground? And are as we? this earth is <laughs> as blurring... As we're falling, I say, you guys want to play 20 questions? <laughs> <laughs> and as this earth is blurring past you, it does just that. It blurs together. And you never see the ground. And then all of a sudden, you feel yourself stop. And it feels like you're all in a small space. You can feel whatever is all around you pressing in on you, trapping you entombing you it's ever present and it's hugging the literal life out of you it's pitch black dark and none of you can see past in front of your face when you go to lift your hand up to see if you can see it you realize that it too is stuck almost as if you're in a mold that covers all of your bodies though you know that each of you are like within arm's reach with each breath you take you feel the oxygen leaving the space that you're in Message is 160 feet, if I am not mistaken. Sure. Is message a cantrip? Can you cast it, it as much? It is a cantrip. It's ridiculous. It's a fucking cantrip, Do you bro. need to use your hands to cast it, though? I don't think so. Or a voice? Why would you need to use your hand for something that happens in your I'll brain? Check. That's how magic works, bro. Well, what if I just it's, move him around? It's VSM. It's yeah. Somatic. So you need you need all of your... So I start digging to where I have a small Roll, roll athletics to see if you can dig. Where I can do the things. I get uh, seven. Yeah, you go to move your fingers, and you just feel like this really strange grainy substance all around you, like holding you in place as you go to cast this spell. And like the more you struggle, you feel like the less air that there is. If I put on the medallion, do I see any light? Uh, well, you can't move, so you can roll uh, athletics to see if you can move. Oh, uh, that's my best roll. Good. <laughs> it's an eight. 
Yeah, you're unable to move as you were um, sitting in here. I want to try to pull my hand free and grab my wand. Athletics! It's like you press the digitate cleanliness, and because we're covered in dirt, we're all fine. <laughs> 18. Yeah, with an 18, you're able to move your hand enough. You get a little space, and as you get that space, you can scratch away at it, and you realize that the, whatever is around you is soft. Okay. Like, you can move it now that your hands are free and you're not in this total mold. Um, as you start to move and flex your hands, you can start to dig away at whatever's um, underneath you. And it as I'm doing that, I want little. to, like, put my wand of presentation and, like, kind of light it up on the end so we have some light and put it in my teeth and start digging. Okay, yeah, you put it in your teeth. And as you start digging in this place, you see a foot in front of your face. You see a hand in front <gasps> of it as well. And, Callista, you see this bright light <laughs> right in front of your fucking face. <gasps> you can breathe a little bit more mm-hmm. as you feel this... I got like you, I got you. Dirt, now that you yeah. can see it, start to leave from in front of you. And Arwell's so like digging. Obviously, recognize her foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I try to, like, yeah, I'm going to try to free Callista. Yeah, and so well, he, he's you. able thank to thank with you, that. Thank you, little Arwell Mole. So you're both, you were both <laughs> now <laughs> free, uh, but you seem to be the only two. And what's really creepy and strange is where you're at, it's totally surrounding you on all sides. The only reason you're able to tell maybe which side is up is because you're at least being like you've you can carved out enough gravity. to be face down. Yeah. Okay. And so you can sort of feel that, but your other teammates you don't like see immediately yet. Can I start just like gently prodding around us to see if I can locate yeah. them? Yeah. Roll uh, roll investigation. Okay. That's going to be a 19. You start to dig and as you do, you find this other foot and you mm-hmm. start to pull at it. You notice that this foot is like, it's a black boot with black pants and daggers all down the side like, of it. I know this leg. <laughs> I dig out my patches. Yeah, you dig out patches <laughs> and you plop into this place. With that, all of you need to make constitution saving throws. God damn it. Van is still MIA. 18 for me. Okay. 15. 15. 12. 12. Van? Van. I made three. Ooh, Whoa. Van, you're gonna you're gonna lose. Holy shit, you're gonna lose ten health, dude. Ooh, that's fun. That's exactly what I had. Because really? Yeah. Yeah. So Van, like, like as this happens, you lose all of this oxygen and you just pass out. So Van, you are uh, completely unconscious in this scary tomb. Would I be able to know kind of which direction now that I we've discovered two of our party members, where in the ball he might be from us? Like, would totally. he be? Roll an investigation for me. Okay. We were in a ball. Uh, 12 plus my, it's mod 20. No shit. Boom. Yeah, you think that this this ball is so small, the, mm-hmm. the pocket that you're in, that the three of you can barely fit in it, and two of these pockets your friends have already come out of, yeah. and unless he is directly under you, he has to be directly above you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, as you all are sitting here, you notice that the, the soil is starting to sift down, like you're starting to sink through it, but you think that like he's either above you or below you. He's got to be. Um, I tell y'all... Mm-hmm. Or one of y'all to dig up, I would dig down. I try up. Yeah, I dig and down. So try up. Um, both of you roll athletics for me real quick. Come on, roll well. Shit. Mod twenty. Mod twenty. God, I'm yeah, so this is mod twenty. <laughs> Callista is digging up at this, and she Crazy. is not able to get it perfectly because as Arwell is digging, maybe he goes a little too fast, and you guys notice the dirt beneath you starts to give, and you start to sink quickly. And Callista is like scratching up at this, but you're not able to break mm. its surface completely. Nope. Not at all. I rolled um, a four. I'm trying to dig up as well. Roll down what athletics, Patches. It's a, a nine. Oh, yeah. With a nine, Patches is like going at this too, and you're just like not able to break through it. Um, Bye. Can I use my spade? <laughs> 
Yeah, dude. <laughs> totally. As it's, you hit the, the top of this with the spade, yeah. I'm going to consider, I'm going to lower the DC on my end and the spade is enough to do it. It breaks this dirt and it begins to fall and your lifeless friend comes out of it. And as your lifeless friend comes past you and hits, the dirt beneath our wall starts to move like an hourglass and all of you are pulled into it like quicksand. Um. And the ground beneath you is moving and molding and it finally breaks. And the air rushes in to meet you. <gasps> you can breathe again. You fill your lungs with it. It's stagnant, but the air is welcome and it's breathable and it's rushing past you because you were free falling from a hole in the ceiling that you've just created. Your bodies are falling through a strange open cavern, but it is a big empty hold surrounded by earth on all sides. It must be at least half a mile in diameter. Strange pillars are crisscrossing like columns all over the place, connecting all the way from the ceiling to the floor. And the strange pillars, they look like these columns, not like they're holding up the ceiling, almost like they're tunnels that travel through it, though. Crossing the paths of one another constantly, but none close enough for you all to grab as you are free falling through this place. The ground is like quickly coming up to meet you, like under you in this cavern. I would like to think that I would have grabbed Vane's shirt or something. Okay, sure. And I would, I'm going to try to kind of roll him over me, so I'll take the brunt of the damage. Okay. Um, you realize you're tiny, what? right? <laughs> you realize you're tiny, right? So you guys are all falling through this place, and as you do, this earth comes up to meet you quickly. And as it comes up to meet you, you all fell. 1,000 yards. You guys are going to take 16 bludgeoning damage as you, like, come up and meet this ground. You're lucky it's a little bit soft. We now have two unconscious party members. I am so close to death. Uh, Arwell, you're going to take an additional six damage, and Van, in turn, you will take none. <laughs> um, take no damage from that fall? I take an additional six. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm out. <laughs> Is Patches the only Just one up? Patches. Yeah, I'm, like, looking around, like, what the fuck? <laughs> So Patches, you have three in this in this place. This place is strange, by the way. And as you stand up, Patches, you realize that there are enormous broken stone heads in this place, and that these pillars make up the ground that is underneath you. These heads are split in half, and you you look like I mean you could not feel smaller in this place. Your party members lie sprawled out under you. You're not sure if they're dead or alive. Um, everybody needs to make their first death saving throw mm-hmm. for me as Patches is standing up. And so, Patches, as you were standing here looking, this cavern is crazy and all around you. But, Patches, you're the only one who sees this. Did you get a one? I did. Oh, fuck! Get a health potion and Small lights sparkle all over this place as you look around, Patches. Thank you. The lights seem to be coming from enormous clusters of crystal coming out of the ground and ceiling and walls like exploding glass, like out of these pillars, out of everything. They shimmer like prisms and create different colored lights, beautiful lights that refract off of one another in surreal golds and blues and whites. The earth on all sides of you seems to be disturbed in one way or another. You can hear small tremors all around you and the debris that's constantly falling as you stand up from the ceiling. The rock moves like an appendage, as if the rock is growing out of the wall, and then an entire body leaves it as if it's walking through water. 
has three legs, three arms, and three eyes around its body. And it seems to be made out of stone. It has a gaping maw atop its head with three arms that surround it. And it disappears almost as quickly as it appears from the wall into the floor, like a fish in water. First thing I do is I immediately start rummaging through everybody's shit. Is a 10 um, a pass or a fail? 10 is a pass, 10 and up. Okay. What'd you get, Van? You and Arvel both got ones? Mine had a one next to it. I got an 11. Oh, my oh. God. All right. So you <laughs> and Calista passed. Arwell, um, no. I actually, I kind of like this a little because you yeah. took the brunt of another body on and yours. Can't and you can, and like, you can hear Arwell's body where the other two like smack and go boob. limp. You see Arwell's head do that bounce <laughs> like oh. off of the floor. Like and then Stone like, and Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like that. You see his head slam like whip back into this and you see blood start to pour out from behind it. Uh. Uh, your other two allies like crumpled with a little bit of blood on them, but it's not as bad. I am just like digging through all of their shit and find some health potions. Um, I grab two from Arwell and one from Callista. Uh-huh. I have five. I, I, knew, I knew beforehand that they both had... Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Didn't know you guys shoved together, like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then I'm just just dumping potions down throats. Yeah, everyone, roll for your potions. It's two d four plus two, I believe. <gasps> you all come up and out of this. You Woo! all stand in this stra- same strange cavern that Patches is in. All of these weird crystals glowing around you, refracting light off of one another. It is hard to say where you all are. There's no obvious way in or out of this place. It seems just like a cavern with all these pillars. Moving through it, basically. You get off of me now. <laughs> to Van. <laughs> and I, I roll to the side, and I just grab him, and I just won't let go. And you see little tears coming out of the Oh, you make eyes. Van cry. And I'm just like, you are so fucking stupid. I'm like twice your size. But I'm going to take my so wand out and clear his tears and be like, no time for that. Let's get to it. Like hey. Sitting up. Everybody, check this shit out. I'm just like pointing around this room that we're in. Oh, yeah. You all see wow. these crystals. They, by the way, these crystals are bigger than you. They're like it, these enormous clumps of crystal growing out of the walls. They are bright, refracting this light, and it moves almost like light reflected off of water, dancing all over this place, refracting off of themselves. But there is no source of light mm-hmm. for these things. And these columns of like stone and earth are just like crisscrossing all through this place. These giant broken statues lay here. You can see their heads visibly. Their heads are five times taller than you are. Like they're enormous and you all just feel like ants in this place. There's no obvious way in or out. It's like it's a really strange pocket that you all have fallen into. I'd like to roll um, religion or history to see if any of these things look like anything that maybe my family told me about as like a bedtime story. You want to roll history? that one. So that one. Man, this shit is made out of rocks for sure. I don't even <laughs> see faces. I think <laughs> I hey everybody, I think before we investigate further, I think we need to Is there I was going to ask is there somewhere safe you can see for us to set up? You can roll survival. Uh, I'm good at one thing. <laughs> Hiding and thieving. I'm not good at it, but I will roll for it. 10 for survival. Yeah, so with the 10 you don't think that there is a good place to sleep here. You guys are basically standing on one of those good enormous columns too. I described. Mm-hmm. And far <laughs> underneath you, it seems like there are only more of those. And that you guys are sort of on the precipice of this one. Do the, um, is, this, like, is the roof still coming in on us? It's still like caving just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's like just the trickle. debris of those rocks. Okay. Yeah, and it's soft dirt that's like pouring down and onto you. Can I roll investigation to see, because these are ancient ruins, is there any kind of path? Can we- 
can we just I don't find that. Can we just go like behind one of these big crystals co- or columns coming from the ground? They're huge and just like one that's maybe like up against the We need just a all of this somewhat protected I, 10 foot space. Yeah. Yeah, can I I guess is it survival just to see for like the best base to like set yeah. up camp? Um I'm going to use my bardic inspiration for it too. Uh mod 21. 21. 21. Yeah, so with Come the 21, Arwol realizes that if you drop down, like, another mm-hmm. three or four pillars, like, if you will, mm-hmm. these pillars that are crisscrossing made out of earth, the ground looks flat beneath them. Um, as you were looking down and into this, and you think that if you all were able to climb down just, like, 30 or 40 feet, you would have, like, a much more even ground that you could probably set up camp and sleep on. You're not sure if anyone's after you, but you have a hard time believing they are, considering that I the mean, entire roof just caved fall in. The way we yeah, did. I'm going <laughs> to relay the information to everyone. We won't give them help. Yeah, ways to go. Um, could I roll history on the place? Um, or, like, the weird things that I'm saying? Yeah, or, totally. Yeah. Um, 27. You know, the 27, you would notice, you would, uh, this, you're like, you look down to check the survival, and you hear your friends talking, and you look up, and you see these faces, and the first thing that you realize is that the two giant split faces that you see mm-hmm. are the same face. It's the same, it's from the same statue, or at least of the same visage, and that it is of something that you read about in your travels with these friends. This is someone who is referred to as the Khan, like K- like Genghis Khan. And that the Khan is the ruler of the Tao, which are all earthen elementals. And so you would, you would recognize this visage immediately. And uh, it's disturbing that you see it here. Because Why you, would, it you would know that the Khan is greedy and selfish and evil and does not live on your plane of existence. Oh, shit. You guys, what we, the fuck we might that? not be on our plane anymore. Great. Um, and I'm going to relay this information and be like, we may have just fallen into the earth plane. What does that mean? Huh. Um, have you ever been to any other, like, the fire elemental plane or air elemental plane? I guess I'm going to roll history for that. You can roll Arcana for that. It's a two. <laughs> Plus your arcana, which is pretty okay. I always thought the elves were really well educated, but this is not panning out. It's a six. <laughs> You're like, what? what? <laughs> I mean, um, is that my thing? I've just been hanging around Cormoran theater for the whole time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Calamity, every now and then there are parts I, of the earth that... For an elf, I'm pretty young. Yeah. How young is that? 32. Yes, oh, you're like a baby. baby. Yeah. Oh, you're a baby. Like a child. I'm, a lot older. No, than actually, you. I always thought that I always thought that Van was like forty. Okay, I'm 130. So really? you, yeah. you all are standing on this pillar. You you recognize the con. <laughs> you guys start talking about your age. <laughs> I had no idea you were so young. Oh my god, you're you age so fast. I mean, that's why I look so young and beautiful. Yeah, right. My all, skin uh, looks like, like a fresh um, blueberry. I guess that's where we are. Regardless, are we, we sleeping in your own Are we sleeping in the earth and elementals work? Yeah, no, this yeah. might be a way to there. I'm not saying That's, we are yeah, in there. I'm just we're saying, not actually but there. I think we might be on a doorway. Either way, we need to rest. We do. I am tapped out and tired. Well, if y'all can find us a good level clear well, spot, I, I'll I can tell you where us. I found my level okay, spot. Let's go. Do you still have? Yeah, you guys got to climb down somehow. Hmm? Have you blown all your spell slots? All of them. All of them. Every single spell slot. Damn, that was a crazy battle then. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys were like, fuck, oh, God. 
I still have a few, actually. <laughs> I play close. I did to well them. in that battle, but uh, it's because I blew every spell slot. Yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> did so good. I thought everybody did awesome. I got three nat 20s in a row. Yeah, that was nuts. And then everything after that was over a 20. Yeah. You freak. <laughs> All right, so are we going to sleep in your weird little tent? Which y'all haven't seen before, so you don't know about that. Have I yeah, that? you, you just, told us about you it, right? About I told it. you. Can I uh, work with you and, like, you can show me kind of, like, the runes and, like, glyphs and things like that you have to do to cast it? Yeah, oh, but like I this. mean... Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I'm uh, bard, yeah, so. yeah, no, but I'm interested in, like, how maybe I like sing a music song about actually how changes our Houses comma. are nice and it's good to be safe, and it just so these two are, you, <laughs> Three of you almost died just now, and these two are talking about how to make this spell. You're all still standing up on this column. These giant scary and faces are looking at you. Bearing in mind that I still... I only have five hit points, so I'm... Oh, like, we have to get down yeah. there. So what I do is I play... Let's just go down there and I'll make it. Somebody carry me. Van's hair, because he's got the economy bro cut. He's got shaved in the back. But I like to think that his hair is slicked back with all this just like sweat and grease from all the adventures. But he's got this big red streak down the back of his hair. Of, of the from blood? blood? Hell yeah. I'm, just okay. like, I'm looking at you, Pen of Smiting. We we've got to get down to where it's best to put it on. Yeah, let's um, do it. Let's climb down on this rope, I guess. Let's just set up a rope. Tether and just crawl down. Someone roll survival. I roll. You do it. Yeah. Or athletics. Been, you've been doing well. Uh, Nineteen. <laughs> You're right. Jesus yeah. So you get a stake. You <laughs> slam it into this thing. You get this rope. You throw it down. All of you are trying to climb down. Everyone, make an athletics check for me. Oh, as you got go. My best God one again. Bless America. <laughs> Why do we have to be so Seven. damn athletic? Nice. <laughs> damn it. Eighteen. Yay, patches. Seven. 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 Three. Oh, everybody makes it but Arwa. <laughs> uh, you see Arwa like exhausted, just like he's, dude. He's been going like, let go crazy for a while. Yeah, he just like can I try to go. grab him? Can I try to use You're like flying, fast right? hands and grab him? Yeah, he's you got fast hands. Anymore. I'll allow it only because you have fast hands. Make a dex check. Nat twenty. Yes! <laughs> So fall, and here's the deal, dude. I love that Patches has saved you twice. He like gave you the potion. He sees you like starting to fall. Um, and I'm just like, oh god. And I just reach out and grab you. Um, you know, by the just like by the back of your pants. Like I'm just left. I'm lowering down the rope and I'm holding you by the back of your pants. It's like it's like when you open up the medicine cabinet and the toothpaste falls out and you grab it and you feel like Spider Man for a second. <laughs> So I mean, if you have a medicine cabinet, hey, you know what I mean. That happened to me yeah. today. That there happened to me today. It was well, there you go. Yeah. Spider so you catch the toothpaste and it yeah. lives. And you guys, you make it to the ground floor of this place. These crystals are still shining. Those heads are like crammed into these different columns. Thank you, Patches. You're very welcome. Uh, now let's get in this fucking hut. Yep. I, I say, okay, everybody just come stand within 10 feet of me. And I sit down on the floor. I do the thing. Yeah, it takes 10 minutes. play the chords. And so as she's doing this, she's playing it. The sound is resonating out. You hear a voice. Uh, excuse me. Uh, hello? Oh, God. <laughs> I say, leave us alone. I keep playing. Don't let it near us. Keep it 10 feet I away. I say, these tiny hut... Is, are you taking an order for tiny hut burgers? <laughs> I don't know what either of those are, but... um. I say, Bobcat Goldplate? <laughs> no. I, I heard you all... I heard you talking... And as this is happening, this very small person, like, walks out of the darkness. The skin of this really small man is a very dark, natural blue. 
and the brow is creased over it, and just a, like a small, pleasant smile is stamped across his face. This weird goatee sticks out with this white hair, and though he is balding like Kravig in those two spots that separate and the hair grows in the middle, the hair grows up in the middle higher than on the sides, almost like a mohawk. As this thing comes out, it has a robe on, and this robe is dark and gray and black, and he walks out and says, I heard you talking about how um, you thought you were away from home, and I'm really tired, and if I could rest with you guys, it would be great. Inside. Inside. I'm weighing the net. What'd you get? A six. I got an 11. Ten. Hey, we're true to form. <laughs> true to form. Was eleven the highest? Yeah. Yeah. With a natural one, weighing that in, um, you're you're unsure about what this person is talking about. They seem they do seem weak in their voice though, and they they seem sincere, we're weak they're not, too. They're not super close to you yet, and and as they're looking out, you can see their hands yeah. like clasped a little. Oh my god! Who are you? God damn it! My name is Darth Mac. What? Darth Maul? Darth Mac. Darth, Darth Mac. Mac. Who are you? I mean, what are you doing here? I, the secret wh- world of Darth Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I I live here. What? I, I've always lived here. What are you doing here? Well, why don't you go sleep at your house? And you do hear this, like, <laughs> like oh. this breath catch, and Darth Mac says, I'm, I'm really hurt bad. I'm sorry. I'm only one of a few of my family who escaped the raid. And I've been running for a while now, and I'm really tired. Who raided your house or your family? The Dow. The Drow? The Dow. The Dow. Oh, shit. They took my family, and they took my lover. And and I'm really tired, and I'm in a lot of pain. I would like to stay with you if I can. We, you can stay around us, but you can't sleep where we're sleeping because we don't know you. I'm sorry, but here, and I give him a health potion. Yeah, and he takes it, and he does. He doesn't drink it. He like puts it in a pocket on his side, and you can see like his hand shaking as he puts it in there. And he's like, "It will just be nice to sleep near other people." I rolled an okay. at one, so I think he's totally telling the truth about everything. Yeah, and so I cast with my ring um, cure wounds on him. And you do see like him like double over. And as he doubles over and this light like comes off of his body as you cast this, you see this gash across one of his cheeks and you see his clothes are like ripped up and you see these bruises and you see like he has this arm like really shittily wrapped up and around his neck. You can see like this dust caked onto his face and you can see like where it's been like streaked with tears on the side of it and where this blood is sort of like soaking into it and dried. And he does seem like genuinely happy just to sleep anywhere near somebody else um now that <laughs> you did that you can be like can i have that health potion back and i'll clean you up uh, yeah i suppose it, i mean <laughs> it was it was not it was not mine in the, in the first place yeah i'm gonna take it um, i hand him a health potion and, and like i hold it out and i say because i rolled in that one i say this is for your family buddy and i bought a lot before i came down here and uh and i say look man and i'm assuming this whole time close is like mm-hmm. still i'm still I'm like half asleep playing, trying to cast this stupid hut. So yeah. I, I say to him, I say, uh, look, man, we're coming through some crazy shit, but you touched my heart. And so I'm not we can't let you stay in the thing. But um, I set up my my tent and my bedroll for him 
I say, you can sleep here and you can sleep next to us because I trance. And if you try anything crazy, I'll know. So it's all good. I, I won't try anything crazy. And I'm going to clean up all the dirt. and Yeah, and you see this like dirt and this yeah, blood just... like leave his body. But this gash is still like obviously across mm -hmm. one of his cheeks. And like even through all of this, you just see this like little smile across his face and he's like he stands about as tall as Arwol actually oh, and so he's tiny. got like these little he's got these little like darker freckles in the dark blue of his skin that go across his scalp and he just says it's been days since I saw anybody else and I'll just be happy to sleep near all of you can I, but if, I, I good yeah I see so you may have touched Van's heart but if you touch any of our shit you'll pay for it I'm gonna roll intimidation okay I'm over this. Um, not good. Not great. You know? Uh, it's all good. Like I said, I'll keep an eye, I keep an eye on all this stuff. 11 for intimidation. Yeah, and as you say that, this little person like drops to their knees and puts their hands up and says, this is punishment. I understand. I did something to deserve this. And... And oh, Jesus. Do whatever you want, and I'm, I'm sorry. I, if is I offended it? you, I know you're not from here, and I don't know what the customs are like where you're from. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I roll history or nature to see what kind of like species yeah. or race yeah, he is? Yeah, nature. Nature? 18. With an 18, you would know that this is a Sferfneblin, uh, also known as a deep gnome. Ooh, Ooh, a deep gnome. The, what the, the fuck the, is the, that? The deep gnome are essentially, they're, they are the, if elves, elves are to drow as deep gnomes are <sighs> to gnomes. He's a smurf. Right? Like Kenshi. And so, yeah, he's and so he's, he like, deep gnomes live deep underground. They mine and they burrow. A lot of the times they they are considered evil, but not as evil as the drow. Their people are sort of forced into it, where drow are born into it because Lolf sucks and they all have to worship Lolf. And uh, these deep gnome just sort of take it as it comes. But it is, it, it does strike you as strange that he's being so polite and amiable and, like, yeah. hey, whatever. Um, I'm going to speak in Gnomish and be like, ooh, ooh, uh, why did the Dow attack your family? You see him like perk up and look over at you a little, his hand still above his head in front of Patches, like trembling and shaking. And he looks over to you and says, in Gnomish, the Dow always attack. We, we, we must have done something in another life to deserve this. Or, or me, maybe. Maybe I did this in another life. But they always, they take slaves. They take them to the free market and they trade them. But you aren't from here. I heard you talking. Where, where are you from? What do uh, you say? Above, but do you... What does that mean? A different world. Don't worry about it. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> are you friendly with the drow? What a drow? Uh... They are tall, slender, elvish people who... Oh, there's nothing like that here. I've never seen anything like that. Can I roll insight on that? Mm -hmm. um, motherfucker. Always bad with insight. Uh, 12. You think that you think that you like see the confusion mm -hmm. in his face and you feel like he's in no position to be lying to you. Okay. You're a deep gnome, right? Oh, a, a Smurf Neblin, yes. Smurf Neblin. <laughs> no. <laughs> But that's close. That's good. Sorry, my dialect off. Um, you don't know Svarfneblin. I've heard of you, but I've never met one. Where are you from, friend? Are you guys still uh, speaking? Just knowledge? like from the surface. I don't know that word. Um, I'm not sure how I can explain it. You live on a sphere, and you are on a deeper layer 
We live on top. Oh, no. There's no up. Only there's always in. up and there's always down. Only in. You believe in, like, karmic retribution, right? Oh, yes. Mm, it's what, not that where, weird where to we think going? about. Here. Oh, hey, what the not fuck even you guys speaking talking yeah, yeah. You're speaking yeah, no. Yeah, I'm just getting to know the dude. And Frank. you guys look like you're having a pretty, like, friendly conversation. Yeah. Yeah. As this happens, this hut... Mm-hmm. Like forms. Oh my god! And I go, oh, uh, knowing that I look talking, over and see, I'm like, good night. Keep it clear <laughs> so they can still see through it. You can still like. No, 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 no it's fine. Go, um, I just go sit down on the ground. As soon as I see that it's up, I go, oh, we'll talk later. Good night. <laughs> just go to leave. Yeah. Uh, you all are walking toward it, and he grabs your clothes, and like with a little trembling hand, he just says, "Friend, you are far from home. If you think there isn't up." If you we're, think there is anything else. We're very far from home. Thank you for talking to me. It has been long since I heard a friendly voice. I have a favor to ask of you and your friends, and I think we can help each other. But you should rest. You look tired. We are. You look beaten. Like Dirthmek. Dirthmek needs to rest, too. But you are on the elemental plane of Earth. You are far from home, friends. And I Calista butt in. has given up on fighting out, and she says, "Patches, be my pillow." Lays down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say, "Y'all can have your secret conversations all day long, but I know the real, true universal language, and that's booze." I say, "Dirthmic, you party in common?" Yeah. Uh, my wounds must heal, and I must keep. I must keep a sharp mind because my family and my lover they have been taken by the Tao, and I must find them. Once I am better. I say, heard that more from me. And I pop open a flask of wine. And I, like, I'm just, like, covered in blood. So is Dirth Mac. <laughs> so is Dirth Mac. I'm like, oh, no, no, he got cleaned up. Like, Dirth Mac's looking good, except for this horrifying gash on the side of his face. It's obviously not healed yet. I'm just like, well, bottoms up. And I just take a huge swig of this elven wine that, that I brought from the last couple Hell of yeah. parties. And I say, look, buddy, if you want to sleep and be ready for the morning... Maybe a swig of this will help. Yeah, and he, he takes he takes this wine skin and looks at it. Calista, did you you are asleep? Yeah. All right, Patches, what are you doing? I'm sitting there. Calista's leaning on me, but I'm sitting there just like squinting at this motherfucker. But he can't see you. <laughs> right. I guess. But I'm but I'm still like I'm like right. just waiting for him to do uh, anything. What are you doing? Um, on my way into the hut, um, I kind of want to turn around and no mission, just be like, stick around, uh. We might be able to help each other out. Yeah. And he takes this wine flask from you, Van, and as he does, he takes a little swig of it, and you see just, like, the smallest hint of, like, a genuine smile across his lips. And as he hands it back to you, he says, I suppose we are both far from home. Just like that new Spider-Man movie. And I'm like, uh, well, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm really tired. And I uh, message to Arwell, I say, in a question form, Keep an eye on the little guy. If you can, absolutely. And I, and I'll, I will, um, is there a doorway to the hut? Yeah, yeah, there's like, I think there's like a literal door that Callista <laughs> and anyone who's allowed in it, who was well, there, which is her and Patches can Basically, if you were in use. it when I made it, you can pass through it freely at yeah. will. That was just you and Patches. And nothing else can. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll just, I mean, like, dude, I'll just sit outside in trance. I don't need to have a bed. Okay. 
And like, so you like sit up, you put, you cork your wine, you put it in your mm, pocket. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arwell, you go inside. Yeah, I'm yeah. Good. You go inside. Cliss is asleep. Patches is staring out. Arwell goes to like get ready to take this long uh-huh. rest. You're in this like really alien place. And Van, as you trance, so a trance is like a meditation sort of. You don't like lay down to do it, but you like sit still and you become one with yourself. And as you do, the only thing that breaks your trance is like this small trembling hand that like grabs at the garments that are sitting at your side and with that you notice that Dirthmek is not trancing but has like also fallen asleep like sitting up grabbing onto like the like few garments he could with his small hand he's just like holding on to me yeah and with that we're gonna end this episode (laughs) oh Oh my god that's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life hey everybody it's me Dirthmek I think that those guys are all asleep and I just wanted to say that I think they're Really nice people. And they don't know me, which is fair, but I think that right now they look pretty beaten down. And they can use all of the support that they can get. So if they are your friends, like I hope that soon they'll be my friends, you should go to their website. Check out all of the things they have, like fan art. And you could go to the store to support them. They're creators, and it's it's what helps them to keep going. In addition to that, you could... Tell your friends about them if you like them, or you could leave a five-star review in the iTunes store. Don't forget to follow them on any of their social media outlets, like Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. All with the handle HitDicePod. Your sponsor takes really good care of them, and they're going to take really good care of you, too. Head over to Dice Envy. They have really unique dice that roll well. And if you enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout, you get 10% off of everything that you order. And right now, they have a subscription box that would be great for you or as a gift for the upcoming holidays. You could get 10% off of that too using the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. For more information, head over to DiceNV.com. Well... I guess I better be getting some sleep. I'm pretty tired, too. Until next week, adventurers. Um.